Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS RID 399801. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome to the podcast, the Todd Barry podcast. Uh, I don't know. Should I have named it something else? Probably. A little late for that, right? There's someone next to me. You may hear a little giggle, but uh, I like to invite people. <laughs> this woman won a charity thing where she got to bid on watching me record a podcast intro. So I, congratulations to her. She's shy. I won't give her name. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do my tour dates, because there's not a lot of them. November 3rd, Harris Resort in Atlantic City. Uh, that should be a, a fun one, meaning I'm scared. November 4th, I'll be at the SOS Festival somewhere near Austin. I forgot the name of the city, but it's near Austin. You're going to have to fly into Austin for that one. I can't imagine anyone's flying into San Diego that way. November 17th, another show in Texas at the Texas Theater uh, with R-E at the end, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. So it's it's highbrow shit. That's in Dallas. Then November 18th and 19th, I'll be at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival in Houston, Texas. So basically every... Oh, and no, oh, December 3rd. I, this, I don't have all these on my website. I should. I'm going to be in Poughkeepsie. Uh, what is the name of that club in Poughkeepsie? Shit. I'll post it and then you can find it. It's, we still have some time on that one, right, Poughkeepsie? Toddberry t-shirts for sale. Go to toddberry.com slash shirt. Uh, go to feralaudio.com. I know I got louder there. Feralaudio.com. And, uh, they bring you this podcast and other podcasts. Click on support our artists. And you will see, uh, it's an Amazon link, so you order your stuff off of Amazon, and you inadvertently donate to podcast hosts. So you can have all desires filled to support and not support a podcast host just by ordering paper towels or whatever you... You probably don't order paper towels from Amazon. This is the uh, longest intro I've ever done, because I have an audience, and we'll hamming it up a little bit. What else is there? Oh, I, did, I mentioned the shirts already, right? Shit. I think that's it. Oh, the guest on my show. Shit. Eric Sloven. He's an old friend of mine. He used to write for... He writes for Broad City. He writes for Pete Holmes' new show. He's written for SNL, although I forgot to talk to him about that. So that's something to uh, not look forward to. <laughs> it's a conversation about what it's like to write for SNL. But maybe if I ever do a round two with him, which is not going to happen, I will uh, we'll cover that. But it was an interesting topic. Could we talk about the New York comedy scene, the little alt scene? I don't use alt very often, but I'm using it now. And uh, he's married to Amy Ryan. And I keep reminding him of that throughout the interview. 
famous actor, Amy Ryan. And I kind of hit that pretty hard to remind him that his wife is famous. And uh, I think that's it, everyone. This is, how long is this one? Three and a half minutes. My God. My God, that's long. But maybe I'll start doing them long for now. I doubt it. I doubt it. I hope you enjoy this. This is Eric Sloven, everyone. Hi, Eric. Hi, Todd. Long time. I know. That's the new haircut you got there. <laughs> You're noticing that I'm bald. Were you always bald? You were always like thinning. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a bad way to start. Uh, no, I'm, I'm okay with it. I've I've accepted that. I mean, I'm I'm not one to age. talk, right? No, we're both very um, <sighs> sleek, handsome men now. Oh, I remember you with hair. Do you really? I do. How long have I known you, man? Um, twenty three years. Fuck. I always round, I always go 20 years, and I realize I've been saying 20 years for like yeah. 26 years for people I've known. It's like, it's hard. How long? Oh, my God. I, I used to think every, like anything that happened after college was recent, and then I realized that certain things after college were 27 years ago. I know. It's like if you go do a college show now, and you're like, oh, my God, these are not, these are not young adults. They're biologically oh. grandchildren. It's all over for us, man. We're bald. I don't even know. I don't even look this. I don't even know where you work now. Um, I've been doing Broad City for the last uh, since the since season one. Yeah. Um, I'm I, ready to be on that show. By the way, you're ready. I know you weren't ready season one. You there was, was like, an I, offer went out I to know, you and know, you said I, no. I know. So I was. Uh, I think I was in the middle of promoting. I was just so overwhelmed with something. It was a fun part. I know. A little scene with... Uh, Did I with, like with... Bad, my bad blood now? Is it like damaged goods? Like don't ever ask him again? No, I'm, I'm sure you're not. Well, who was the scene goods. with? Um, Hannibal and uh, and Abby. Oh, that's, I don't like Hannibal. That's why it happened. <laughs> no, well, I think I was just tired. No, no it, was a, it was a fun little role. That's a, I mean... You got to be... A, you would have gotten to be a creepy guy. Yeah, I think, and it was creepy. You didn't want to be a creepy guy. I don't think I want to be creepy, and... You just want to play John Hamm character. <laughs> I do. I, I, it's always between me and John Hamm. <laughs> so you were in a Broad City. Broad City. Just uh, uh, did uh, Crashing with uh, Pete Holmes and What'd Judd you do Apatow. Uh, writing and producing. Consulting producer, writer. And, and you're a writer-producer in Broad City? Um, yeah, producer. A co I'm called co-executive producer, whatever that means, too. I don't know what executive yeah. producers are. I mean, I am. I have as few I'm executive... I'm a co, which... Oh, that's not... I actually have <laughs> I full I shouldn't on. be showing that off. Why can't they just call you an executive producer and just call another person an executive producer? <laughs> Why do they have to co it? Don't you feel like you watch television today and there's like uh, 35 executive producers on, on uh, network television yeah. shows and... <clears throat> Or you do something like I, you know, my net, my special, my Netflix specials. Like I watch the credits. Oh, I, I didn't realize I was an executive producer. You got paid more money for that. I got an extra a million. Blah, 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 blah. You got a million. I got like what? Um. Uh, so how do you do both those jobs? Well, cra well, I did crashing. Uh, oh, that that's that's we wrote. That was written mostly in L.A. I was there for a big chunk of the writing. And then we uh, were in production over the summer here in the city. It was a New York, another New York show, so we shot that yeah. in the city, and that's done. And uh, uh, and Broad City, uh, th there was a, a writers' room when we were doing Crashing. But now I'm going to work with Abby and Alana in uh, over the winter, and uh, so it's good. It's able to do both. 
Can't wait to be on that show. The, uh... I know. What part do you do? You want to write a role for yourself and send it in? <laughs> oh, no. That's how oh. it works now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good way to. <clears throat> you should do that. Like it's like when those the show wasn't big enough for you because that was season one and you didn't know. You're like, who? <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't know. I think there was some creepy element that I'm. So I wasn't being dishonest when I. It was par, a combination of being overwhelmed. Uh-huh. I think there was a creepiness to it that made me uncomfortable. And I, but it was probably also completely out of context. Yeah, no, I get it. It was an unknown show. It wasn't even on the air. It had yeah. never aired. But I don't want to be a guy like, oh, now that's famous, yeah. Well, it's too late for that. You're but obviously I, that. I do like Abby and Alana. They're nice people. And they're, they're, I know. They're we amazing. get along every time we see each other. I'm surprised that they got over you rejecting your role. Did they even, do you think they even knew? I definitely think they oh, knew. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we did, they wanted you. Well, let's... let's. Uh, I don't think they were overly hurt. I think everybody understands. Like, why, why is that? That's something that I always... That if somebody offers you a job as an actor uh, or a writer, I feel, it's like saying no is... Like, like that's an insult. But if somebody doesn't want to use you to be the lead in their movie, right. that's not, that's okay. That, that, you know, that's, yeah. <clears throat> why is it, why is it an insult to say no, no, so you're, you're busy, you're doing other things you, or you just don't feel like it because you yeah, think you're too big for a show because it's the <laughs> first season on Comedy Central and nobody knows it yet. Was that a jab you just took in? No, that was, no, I get it. I get it. You were too busy and you had never heard of the show. <laughs> too busy, never heard of the show. Let's leave it at that and the other no, eight excuses they, I gave you. I think that it's all you're completely entitled to say no to work. But I'm uh I'm ready to work. <laughs> when do you start filming then? Um that's gonna it's gonna be a winter season. Oh really? Yeah, they they uh, I mean, they wanted to do a winter season. So they wanna film in the winter? Yeah, I I mean, uh I think it's cool to do something uh different. I don't know. Shake it up. Just all snow days and shit? And shit? I'm really sounded smart there, didn't I? I, it's not my, uh, it's, uh, all I think of, uh, is production. I'm, I'm not like a production problem solver. Like I'm the kind of person who's like always afraid of bad weather, ruining things, but other people are good at being like, no, we'll figure stuff out. But I'm always the person who's like, can't everything just be shot in one room? Right. Two takes. Two takes and let's all go home. That's, that's my approach to acting. It's <laughs> like, why are we still doing this? I know. You got it. Move it along. Some people go on too long. So I gotta. So if I do it, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have what they call a hard out in the industry. I'm gonna have like. A, what? Like if, when I get offered a part on Broad City, oh, I'm well, gonna be like, I need to be out of here by 3 p.m. I think you can. You you have the power now in your career. Me and John Travolta are able to do that kind of. <laughs> do you? Um. Now I saw you. Uh, my girlfriend told me turned me on to this show that I didn't know about uh-huh. called uh well shit uh, high maintenance high maintenance yeah and then as we watch it i go i know that fucking guy that's it's an amazing show right it's a i've only watched yeah. two episodes it's a real interesting like like i love it it's my favorite thing it's those, like those a, guys are great it's like a show like wow how did how did you even pitch this show because it's like each well, episode is like two completely different shows but they made the, they made their own oh and then they content of, and then people yeah. are like all right well this is working so yeah they did it on their own and they were so good and and they were so fully formed they were the cool the, like when i first saw those their original high maintenance episodes are they're just so good and they're like works of little works of art they're yeah great. that there was a, that one was pretty interesting the one you were on with amy ryan yes i wrote her coattails onto that episode. oh really how did you both get 
And well, Ryan they, is your well, wife. We're, fr- we're friends with Ben and Katja, the creators of the oh. show. They wanted Amy because Amy Ryan, my wife, is yes, she's, she's more good. sought after as an actor than I am. Yeah. Is that hard to believe? Um, yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not. I was, so I was going for the insult, and I think I reversed no, the insult. You can insult me. I set, I set you up for the insult. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything I said was a setup for the insult. So they asked her for part, and she actually said, can my husband be part? No, no. I think that that uh, she was going to do this part, um, the part she played in their show, and then there was a big party scene, and I think they thought it would be nice to have friends around for the party scene because uh, we're going to be there all night and in close quarters, and wouldn't it be more fun as a party scene if, if you actually ever, knew people? If we actually knew each other, and so I think that uh, while I'd like to say they wanted me on the show because I'm one of the, the best actors in America, I think that uh, it was more <laughs> let's have a friend hang out with us overnight. She's like, I'll do this role. Can I get a plus one though? Yeah, that's exactly with credit. How many days did it take to shoot? That's how. That's what it said on my check. It said uh, <laughs> plus one. I'm credited on, on IMDb as plus one. How uh, how long did it take? How many? How long does it take to shoot an episode of that? I don't. I don't know how long it takes them to shoot those episodes because they're they're all different lengths too. Uh, they, you know, I don't. I don't know the answer. I was. I was only there for one day of shooting. So. Oh, that's it for the party. Yeah, the party okay. was was one night, but. Uh, Amy had a bunch of days on it, but they they move pretty quickly. I don't I don't. It's not an expensive. It's not right. you know Boardwalk Empire right. for for HBO. It's a lot but, of handheld. But I have no idea. Yeah, it's a you know, but it looks amazing. How do you know those guys? I know them because uh, I met them at a uh, like. A, oh, this is gonna get good. At like a uh, uh, one year old's birthday party because we have uh there's an actor dan stevens who's also in that episode. i know dan i did a movie with dan stevens you did he i did this movie vamps in detroit this amy heckerling movie oh, with alicia silverstone and uh Kristen ritter and a bunch of people and richard lewis Look how is little we know about each other's I know, careers i haven't talked to him terrible much. um he's a very nice guy he's a dan is an amazing guy he's a great guy so he's he was friends with ben and katja and and then i met them through him does he live here now yeah, in Brooklyn Heights. Oh, he does. Oh, no, I just said too much. I take it back. No, I mean we were uh, I we got along very well on the uh, on set, but I didn't know he lived here. Yeah, he lives in here. Wow. The um, so how'd they get Amy for that? That's pretty. That's a big. What for big, them to get Amy? Yeah, but they're great. No. They're amazing. I, you know, Amy no, like she, she can tell them the fuck off though. I, well, like, like you I did, like you did to Abby and Alana. Oh. So Todd Barry says <laughs> oh, no to Broad City, but Amy Ryan. Says I know, yes that's a real that's a real to high maintenance wow she loved the show I, she, it was a dumb question i asked she amy, doing amy, good stuff. Did, amy did broad city just letting you know yeah. other people i'm gonna have to said do, yes to broad I'm city gonna, i uh, now now i feel bad <laughs> um i didn't i you know i didn't say no to broad city i said no in context you said not yet I said, let me know how. Let's get a couple of seasons under your belt. Yeah, get a season four. And <laughs> Before so, you give me those six lines. Well, that's a good uh, good career strategy. <laughs> that's what got Matt Damon on 30 Rock. Is that true? No, I don't, I'm joking. The, um, where's Amy now? Where's Amy this minute? You know where Amy is this minute? Where? Amy is doing um, Leonard Lopate. Is right, she really? Right now. I'm doing, I'm doing your, I'm sitting in your apartment talking into a microphone, and she is on Leonard Lopate. Watch this. This is going to blow you away. This is going to be the best moment uh-huh. of my... Alexa, play WNYC. Here. 
Oh, that doesn't on. sound like Amy. Alexa, stop. Oh, man, if she had been talking right there. That would have been amazing. That would have been great. Yeah, I wonder what time Leonard Lopate is happening. That's where she was She was off to do Leonard oh, Lopate. Oh, man, did we? Oh, now you're worried. Like, where Maybe is she? she lied. <laughs> Leonard Lopate's not on. Leonard Lopate's not on. <laughs> that would be the funniest, like, uh, lying to your husband thing. I'm doing the Leonard Lopage. I told him I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm really I shouldn't even put that in your head. I'm sure you're not worried. But um, yeah, I'm really. What is she talking to Leonard Lopage about? Amy's in a play called. Is this me just plugging Amy stuff? This is what it always. This is what always happens. You know, it just I. Everybody just wants to know about Amy. Is that true? No, no. She's doing a play called Love, Love, Love at um, the Roundabout, and it's really it's great. I'm here. I am plugging her show. It's amazing. She's I have something to plug. Love, I have nothing love. to plug of my own. We're right? going to get back to you, but she's yeah. going to go and do a play called Love, Love, Love. Yeah. I'm going to ask you for tickets, tickets, tickets. Yes. And you will get you will get nothing, nothing, nothing. House seats. House seats, house seats. I know the way it works. Yeah. No comps on. That's the Elton. That'd be great to be on Broadway and just. Is it on Broadway? It's off Broadway. And just. Yeah, I'd love to get you comps, but they don't do comps on Broadway. I know. What well, could you shuts, imagine? It shuts that down. Gives forever. comps to Hamilton. The. Um, all right, enough about Amy. Yeah, enough although about she's very nice, she'll come up again. No, 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 because I know what it's like. Can can we? Can I say what's the really important thing to talk about? What the, the elephant in the room? I've how long have we known each other since? Like, like what do we say? Twenty okay, three years. Looking around for the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is I'm in your apartment. I've never been in your apartment before. You would when you lived in your old apartment. You yeah. never let anybody in. Well, I mean, well, no. Well, I've had, had a few, never had a few guys. In. I've had a few. Uh, I've had a few apartments, and uh, I've never had an apartment where it's like, "Oh man, this is the you, place to have a party." You've had a few apartments. You lived in that apartment um, on on uh, Second Avenue. on Second Avenue for yeah, nineteen eighteen. Oh my god! But it was a terrible. It wasn't like a party. I know, but we be, weren't allowed in. Well, here's I would the, drop you. I would literally go pick you up or drop you off at home. Who invites people in? What do you think I have, like, a, a tray of iced tea and little dainty cookies that I'm going to give you? People have been in their friends' apartments. You, I'm not saying you have to invite me in so that we can smooch right. at the end of no, the night. No, no, I'm just no saying, I wasn't being that. I wasn't going there. I'm but. just saying I'm shocked I'm in your apartment. I've spoken to people about how we've never gone in Todd Barry's apartment. Really? Yeah, that's... I, I don't know who. I mean, I don't go to many apartments. And let me. I'm just trying to think how many times I've been to your apartment in Brooklyn. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's true. But you I were, could you find were in my apartment in Manhattan. I could find a text message of saying, let's have dinner soon from <laughs> okay. four years ago. <laughs> of all people to bring up not inviting to apartment. And you have a, probably a really nice apartment. That's true. Because aim. No. <laughs> That's true. That's oh, true. man. Okay. And you are so, also are one of the least, um, although you seem to have gotten better in the past month or so, uh-huh. you're one of the most maddeningly... Um, inaccessible people I, I i'm not good at uh i'm not good at i'm it's true it's a flaw of mine at getting like uh, your default was like the way you say i don't have let people in apartment you would like you'd be a guy like he's never going to answer his phone uh, that's I, I i understand that i i that that i accept i'm not good you know i think that i was better when we all um had landlines really yeah because it's easier to dodge a call on the landline no you would you used to it's it it's true. Like you like, it's not even that I'm like avoiding. It's just, I don't know, just getting busy and I'm not on any social media, you know, that I'm still, I know on, I was going to ask none of that. Really? Nothing. We're going to have to get you a, 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 should I be at this point? Should I be? It, it's too, what is it now? 2016. Should I, 
I mean, there's no shoulds if you want to do it. No, but like is – like now I know people are saying things like Facebook, like you shouldn't do it. Why would they say you shouldn't do it? Like – I could give you a million reasons not to do it. But. Yeah, well, that's – that like at this point, why do it? I mean, if if you keep it real limited to like actual frenziers, you can have fun with it. But also, you know, unless you're promoting like live shows or but see, but now people promote live shows like like when we started, uh-huh. you would promote a live show with a postcard, I know. and you'd hand it out to people or mail it. You'd, yeah. you'd actually send it to then. Uh, obviously, people would send out mass emails, and that was good. And then people started to promote their shows on social media, and they stopped sending out emails and so then you don't even i don't even know people are doing shows anymore because i'm not on anything right i mean that's a reason to be obviously that's a reason to be on something but it's weird and also to be fair you're not going to these shows (laughs) well i i I, (laughs) went you're not going to any of these shows that you're not getting invited to it's probably best that people stopped inviting me to shows no i'm not saying that i'm saying you probably would not go hey i'm gonna go see this comedy show well why not uh, i'm ready to go back to see some comedy shows are you well Certain shows. Let's talk about Slovan and Allen. Yes. How's Leo doing? I don't see. Is Leo's he in good. L.A. Yeah, he's in L.A. He's permanently. LA. Yeah, he's he's he moved to L.A. I mean, I don't know if he would say permanently. I I don't know if he would say. I because I, I think he still has his Astoria apartment, which was once Mark Maron's Astoria apartment. But I think that that's what people do is they keep their apartments because they feel weird right. letting it go, and then they. But no, he he um, he has a life in L.A. and is. Doing Nathan for you, and oh. uh, enjoying that, and uh, and the two of us still do stuff together. You do. Um, what have you been doing? Um, we you know had a screenplay that we we. I remember you working on a screenplay. I'm we, sure you've worked yeah. on a few. But. Well, we you know we'll, when we have time, which is hard, but we you know find ways to to get work done uh, remotely. Now I remember. Well, I should tell people for those mm-hmm. you don't know, Sloven and Allen, a duo, kind of early. Uh, I hate to use alt comedy, oh, but but part of that scene and the uh, Luna Lounge scene and uh-huh. pre Luna Lounge and like Collective Unconscious. That place. oh, we, I guess we did that too. What was yeah. the other place? Um, shit. Surf Reality. Surf Reality on Allen Street, right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. So how long? When did you guys? Did you guys officially stop performing together? Like, was there a th- time where you're like? I just sort of got. Uh, uh, I, I miss performing, and I still think of doing it again. But um, I think that with writing work and having a child, oh, yeah. I felt like I couldn't uh, – I, I didn't want to go out as often as I used to go out. And then – and you know, it, you know, you can't perform once a month and be right. any good. Right. Uh, and it's it's – uh, it's just hard. It's hard to get on stage and be. So then it becomes a hobby if you're doing it once a month, and uh, and so I just sort of was like, well, the amount of work and uh, and I don't feel I'm just not as comfortable on stage as I was when I was performing, you know, all the time. Um, so I think to you know, if I was to perform again, I would want to commit to it full time and right. to be in it all the time and be you, out all the you time. You don't want to dabble. No. Because I would be embarrassed. It would be terrible. I would be bad. Don't you think? Don't you? How oh, yeah. how, how would, would you be, be if you only performed once? No, every- you definitely have to uh, grease the wheels. Yeah, it takes a little while to grease the wheels, yeah. and and then and then find a voice. Again. You know, sort of like what you're talking about these days. Because you you know, going back to old materials, also embarrassing. Did you um, 
Now, if I remember, you and you and you're Eric. You and Leo were pretty disciplined about writing. We were, yeah. Like, well, when we started, yeah, yeah, we were super disciplined. We used to Leo would come to my apartment. I think that's how we started within my apartment uh, every day at like nine a.m., which is insane. Uh, I think it was nine a.m. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. And like we'd work till noon every day, and we would just—I uh, think that's what it was—nine to twelve, and we would just write. Um, like two sweat sketches um, as you know wow. quickly to perform as we could. to do we decided because we were both doing we were both open micers and doing yeah. stand up and we were frustrated by where we were and we were like let's work hard and write a show and we didn't even pick a date to do a show this is before there was a UCB theater before oh really yeah this is like 1990. Um, I don't know, four. Yeah. yeah. Um, 1994, 95, and 94 when we started doing it. And we um, uh, we figured let's just write a gigantic pile of stuff and um, and then like see if any of it's any good. And so we just we would just write two sketches or a sketch every day. And we wrote a massive amount of sketches. And then we picked uh, – and then we did decide to do a show and we picked like 12 to do. Which should have been. So you guys, you met. How did you? When did you meet? We met at New York Comedy Club. Did you really? Open mic. The, Seriously. The original. Oh, so you were doing. You were doing solo stand. Did I know that? Yeah, you knew that. I guess yeah. I did know that. I have a tape. My first uh, Caroline's um, <sighs> Bringer tape. You were the MC. Really? I ha I have that somewhere. Oh my God! I would. Sort I'm too of, embarrassed to look at it. I have. I would uh, sort of like to see that. Um, yeah, I remember you told me I was funny afterwards. Oh, did and I? I was like very excited. It's um, weird that you would come to my apartment years later and, and insult me to <laughs> when I found um, him. And that's nice of me to do that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, we used to. Yeah, it was those old open mics. New York Comedy Club, Gladys's Comedy Room at Hamburger Harry's. So then you guys said, let's write some sketches together. Yes. Because it's hard to find someone who you want to write with. And like when I hear you say he, he came over at nine, as, as awful as that sounds, the 9, 9 a.m. part, it's like, well, that's kind of like, I don't collaborate a lot, but I would love that if like I found someone it's, who it's I like working with who was like, yeah, let's do this. Because I always collaborate. I mean, I've collaborated with great people, but they're always like a little busier than I am. And you're kind of like... It's hard now. Collaborating when you're in your 20s and... And you have nothing professionally. Yeah. It's you're like, and and we did. We had we had a very similar sensibility, and we got each other and worked well together. And uh, and it's nice when you say to somebody, you come over at nine o'clock, and then he shows up at nine o'clock in the morning. You're not going to procrastinate about working because right. he's come over to your house, right. <laughs> and so you're like, it's time to work. And you know when you. I think that that is what's good for people collaborating, especially at the beginning of their career. So you guys just were friends, and then you said, hey, do you want to write some sketches together? And then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we were doing the shittiest open mics, right. and it was so depressing, and it was hard. Did Kurt Vonnegut come to that one? Kurt Vonnegut. Didn't he used, to hang, he used to hang out at no, the oh, old really? Oh, no. One in the 40s. Yeah. No, really? Yeah, for some reason, he would, I guess, I think he lived near there. Really? And I don't know if he had any sort of connection, but he would pop in there. Yeah, and... That's so funny. But, no, never. I never saw Kurt Vonnegut. I actually... Not to make it about me, but it is my podcast. Yeah. I opened it for Stephen Wright many years ago, and he was there, and I met him. At New York Comedy Club? No, no, no. At the Beacon Theater. <laughs> Hold but on. What, I is, heard, what does that have to do with Kurt Vonnegut? Kurt Vonnegut is who I met. 
Oh, you met Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. opening. So he has, oh, he has wow. an interest in stand-up comedy. Oh, wow. um, I don't think he, he has an interest anymore. <laughs> I think his interest in stand-up comedy has waned. waned. Do you um? So do you, you wrote a screenplay together, or how many did you write? We we've written a bunch of screenplays together, but we uh, we had one that um, uh, was about John McEnroe that we thought we were going to make, and we. Uh, it ran into some issues and uh, hopefully that will still get made. Are you allowed to tell me the issues? Uh, well, we, we needed John McEnroe to say yes and we still want that to happen and we still think that'll happen. So I'd, I don't want to talk too much about it other than to say that I still hope it can come back to life and that John McEnroe will, he, will agree to it? it. Oh yeah, he's aware of it. Yeah. So is it a matter of getting him to read it? He's read it. Oh, he's read yeah, the script? Yeah, he's read it. Yeah. Oh, that's big? Yeah. And it's a little. I imagine it makes fun of him a bit. No, I mean no. I we we actually view him as a hero. So, yeah. Um, but I yeah, I can't say too much about it other than no. I think that it's he's heroic in it. He's you totally know, heroic in it. I saw him do once. He some guy was serving against him, and there was a bad call. Uh-huh. So the next time the guy served against him, he stepped out of the way and let the guy get the point. He's I I I which I I have a memory of that like I think that really I, that probably I don't think I'm misremembering that because I do remember that he, he just kind of stepped aside and let the guy have a point. Uh, McEnroe was I was like, I was like a, wow that's a fucking class move. McEnroe you know I mean he he's heroic to us we we grew up loving John McEnroe. I've uh, he's a real person you know he's a real he's a real uh, uh, character. I've and, had three encounters with him. You want to uh, hear them? Uh, your three McEnroe cameras. Yeah, I don't remember what order they came in, but I did the Chevy Chase roast. Yeah, that was it. Uh-huh. First was the Chevy Chase roast. Uh-huh. I kind of, I kind of ripped into him. Uh-huh. And then uh, there was one week of Letterman's where they, I think maybe when he got shingles, uh-huh. where Letterman got shingles, there was some emergency. That I remember when he had the, the he heart surgery, and he it was either heart surgery or shingles. I remember Janine. Yeah, subbed. I think this may have been a different week, or was it? Maybe it was that week. But he McEnroe was hosting, so I think they oh, called really? me the day of. They uh-huh. go, we're putting together the show, and John McEnroe's hosting, and, and you and you perform, and I did stand. Uh-huh. So then, and then I ran into him at a benefit, but he showed up late, and, uh-huh. and I talked to him for two seconds. Uh-huh. But those are my three. That's those probably, are three that's very of, intimate stories about you and John McEnroe story. But that's a great idea to write a, a movie about John. I, I, so you wrote it just banking on the fact that. We knew that we would have potential problems, and we uh, have had issues. But, you know, it's like writing being John Malkovich was an amazingly right, ball, that's a, ballsy thing right. to do for Charlie Kaufman. That is um, – because just writing a script at all is ballsy. Uh, and then when it's like, I'm going to spend all the time, and this one guy has to be in it, yes, or else it's a waste well, or of say, time. Or say yes. He's not in it, but say yeah. yes to it. Yes, that was uh, – foolish <laughs> that was dumb but that's how we've uh but we never uh we always sort of leo leo and i pr- would pride ourselves on saying this is a really bad idea to do even just writing a sketch this is a really bad idea so let's th- that would be exciting to us that would be like the fuel we would take and i, I actually see that. Bo- i believe in it i could see that like yeah. just go yeah this we like this is a bad idea, but we're both laughing at it. Yes, so it's, it's exciting. Good, that makes it a good idea. Yeah, and and because it's such a bad idea, nobody else would have this idea, right. and that's why it's a good idea. I like that. Yes. Do you have you written anything lately, like together or by we yourself? Have, no, we haven't written anything uh, uh, since that screenplay because we've both <clears throat> been on different schedules and coasts. But we but we will we will. 
It's not the, the show's not over. Slovan and Allen is alive. Did you guys have a? Well, let's talk about. You just talked about not having a social media presence. Uh-huh. Can we talk about your the website thing? Oh, Eric Slovan. Yeah. I never used that. You know, I wrote to him. I know. I what, know. What my was cousin. The sto- oh, this is a my good cousin. Story. My cousin, whose name is Eric Slovan, and is a chiropractor. Yeah. Had ericslovan.com, but he spells his name E R I K, but he also bought the domain name E R I C. Right. Slovan, S L O V I N, for the. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, he didn't want to give it to me. He's a, he's a very nice guy, but I don't know what he wants. He had it and, and, and then he was a fan of yours. He was a Todd Barry fan. And then you saw him at a show and you said, well, I give- thought he actually wrote to me about something. Is it possible he emailed me? That's possible, yeah. Because I'm, I don't remember. I wish I remembered every detail, but I remember going, "Oh, this dude wrote to me," <laughs> and then I wrote, I said something to him, right? He's, yeah, you did. You said, "I will, like, you know, get you tickets or something." But yeah, I'll get you tickets, but you got to give your cousin the domain name, which I never used, so I feel bad about that. Did he give it to you? Yeah, he, oh, okay. he gave it up. No, that no, was you, a, that was the power that's of Todd. Such a hilarious thing, like. For also because he's like if he didn't have any connection to you like but he's like you're actually related and this is not your name <laughs> like like people were gonna just rush to like oh man this is i spelled the name wrong i'm gonna use this guy as a chiropractor if you if you search eric sloven chiropractor and right. spell it any way you want to he's gonna <laughs> you come can do up. that even that r-i-c-k way that some people yeah or q-u-e e-r-i-q-u-e you can do enrique sloven <laughs> if you write sloven you could probably write slurvin chiropractor and he would come up why um but he's a good guy and i hope his chiropractic yeah, business is doing well yeah me too it's all a big misunderstanding no it's not a misunderstanding it's do you really hope his business is doing well i'm not like i'm not gonna be like thinking about a lot but yeah. i don't wish him any harm there's bigger problems in the world although that's one of the biggest so why are you off today i'm always I, uh no i'm this this is a good week for me yeah, <laughs> this is a great week for me. Have you ever done a one-on-one podcast before? I I uh, I have, but not a lot. I don't do. I, are you asking that because I'm particularly uninterested? No, because you mentioned. It. I don't like to do. No, no, I don't like. I feel weird talking about my. I I'm. Yeah, I. I'm, I'm but doesn't way. everybody feel that way? Yeah. But some people are great extroverts who love talking about themselves, and and. Uh, but I feel like if I comment, like I'm the kind of person. Like I, if I comment on any part of comedy. Or a show that I worked for, I'm going to just say something stupid or um, that's going to get me in trouble. Right. Well, that's why it's good to not have social media then. I know. So you don't even have a personal Facebook page. No. And you've never had one. No. I've never had a Facebook page. I have a – should I join Friendster? Is it too late for that? I actually not – well, maybe long ago. I, I think I tried to log. I tried to log back into my MySpace account. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it, and I tried to log into Friendster, which I don't think even exists anymore. So I'll just have to be happy with what we have now. <laughs> Are, do people still do MySpace? Is that a thing? I think there's a handful of bands. Like I think some of those picture those pages are still available to access, but I just I just it just always looked like it would be a massive. Like I know me, it would be like just. I would procrastinate right. endlessly and look at things. You wanted to use the term. You wanted to say a time suck, didn't you? I actually, I wasn't going to say a time suck, but I was going to. I was searching for the cool way to say waste of time. Do you? Um, so what? What do? You, so how old's 
Georgia now. Georgia's seven. She turned seven, seven well, over I haven't weekend. seen, I've seen, when she was an actual little baby. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I have a very cute picture of you holding her with, really? uh, with a hat you bought her. Oh, I did buy her hat. I yeah. remember I bought her hat, and then Amy, uh-huh. I guess you gave her my number, called uh-huh. me and thanked me. And I uh-huh. thought, wow, that's nice. Yeah. To get a personal She's call. She's good with that. Then I blocked her number. And, <laughs> that was uh, a big mistake. I said, uh, because she wanted you to be on Broad City. I said, her. don't call me again. I don't. Uh, don't well, I can't think of anything George funny. George getting big. Seven. So she's what, like second grade? Uh, first grade. She's on the older end of the first grade. What's she like to do? Smart kid. She's incredibly smart. What do you What do you see? See, that's him? where I like on a podcast talking about how smart your child is. I can't do that. I'll feel silly. Okay. Um, she. What does she like to do? I don't, she likes to have fun. Oh, no, she's seven years old. She's seven years old. <laughs> she's professional. She's concerned golfer. about the election. I made too many Trump jokes. I made so many Trump jokes for so long early in the process. Like when we thought Trump was, when we thought it was kind of a joke and he wasn't yeah. going to get the Republican nomination, I was constantly making Trump jokes. To her? Yeah, I would just, you know, be doing, yeah. a lot, you know, like my impression of Daryl Hammond's impression of Donald Trump. Uh-huh. And, um, and she uh, like loved joking about Trump so much that she that a bunch a few parents at school thought I was going to vote for Trump because she oh, it lost in translation kind of yeah she would say my father supports Donald Trump or is voting for Trump and so this one uh, one parent did come up to me and was seemed really genuinely concerned and was like are you voting for Trump and I was like no I'm not voting for Trump and and he's because because Georgia said she won and I'm like you're listening to my six-year-old about who I'm voting for and I guess he's like I didn't think so but well, you know I'm voting for Trump right you are voting for oh, Trump fuck yeah no because you're do you you still registered in Florida oh no you're you, you I got kept a New York vote. Democrat you should change Been voting your... since I was 18 man you you who was your first vote for oh my god I don't Abraham Lincoln I don't know. <laughs> I think it was Abraham. Uh, mine was for, was for Mike Dukakis. I wonder if that's who mine was. I, I'm too dumb to remember who was running. Mike Dukakis was my first vote. Really? Yes. That's how old I am. Do the math. I wonder if we're the same age. You're a couple of years older than me. I am I really? All I'm, right. That was not necessary. I'm sorry. I'm 27. <laughs> If, you're supposed to say I was. Yes, you know what? You've I'm already 90. said in this podcast that you, that you lived in... Your last apartment know, for eighteen or nineteen years. Being silly, I'm being silly. That you've known me for over twenty years. Do you travel, Eric? <laughs> I haven't traveled as much as I since having When's a the last child. Vacation you took? I haven't taken a vacation for a while. Really? Yeah, I, I went to Disneyland with Georgia over the summer for a couple of days. <laughs> that's not a vacation. Just you and you that's and, not a vacation. That's exhausting, right? With a kid at Disneyland uh, or Disney World. Disneyland in California. It's exhausting, but the kid's so happy that it doesn't right. matter. No, I'm not saying it's not fun. When your child is unbelievably happy, it's sort of a vacation. Yeah. Even if it's the so rest. So you spent really two happy. nights there? Two nights in Disneyland. Just you and her? We had cousins come down, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> they That's, were great. It was just fun. See, I would, I would think if I had a daughter, I'd be just like, I'm just, we're not inviting your friend. Or maybe bring one friend. Bring your best friend. I got it. No, I've because if you go by yourself with a kid then they want to go on on rides that will make you vomit oh that's that's and a good point you can put them on the ride with the other kids can you do that and just step back yeah. I guess they're safe yeah, right? they're, yeah at a certain age they are yeah i mean i did almost everything with her but i'm not going to do things that spin is there a little I'm yeah, a, no, yeah i'm a 49 year old jewish guy 49 i'm like you're way older than me is, <laughs> is there um where do you want to go on vacation 
I want to go on vacation. I don't know where do you, is, is this an invitation to go on vacation? I do. Let's, let's, let's I'll plan to join. I want to go. I don't. I don't care anywhere. Buy, get me a ticket, and I'll go. I want to go on vacation. You've traveled a lot. You're, I used to travel a lot. I, I feel like I remember you. I remember. I was like encouraging you to travel more. I remember that. You want to hear the travels I've been on lately? Yeah. Um, two. I went in the past. I guess year. I've gone on two solo vacations. Really? Yeah. Where? I went to New Mexico. Uh huh. And I went to Tokyo. Uh huh. That's awesome. Yeah. They weren't. It wasn't. You weren't no, performing. Zero work. You just New Mexico. I've just been always curious about. So I uh-huh. went to Albuquerque for one night, then Santa Fe for two nights. Uh-huh. And then. Uh, and how was that? It was. Uh, it was good. I mean, it was a little weird because you're just kind of like, oh, I'm own. in town. I'm doing a show. And I'm just kind of like, uh-huh. I can't. I don't know. I guess I. I guess I liked J- Japan. I really have you been to Japan? I have a long time ago. Oh my god. Yeah, I know Japan's cool. A lot of Japanese people there. There's a lot of Japanese people there. There's Japanese food there. I know. There's uh, Japanese culture there. There's, a, there's so much Japanese culture in Japan. Have you been to uh, any other? Have you been to Thailand? I never went to Thailand. No, I'd like to go. I want to go to Asia. Do you keep in touch with any of these people from the from the uh, from like the old the old well, comedy days? I'm sure. I, I'm sure I do. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I don't know who who you're wondering in particular. There's people like I, I think like uh, Bob Powers, like favorite oh, one of my, my tweets. God. I, 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 I was like, oh, Bob Powers. Yeah, he's, I like that guy. He Funny just came guy. up in conversation. He's writing on a show. I can't remember what it was. You know who I ran into on the street? I ran into, maybe a year ago, oh. uh, Michael Portnoy. Oh, real uh, Soy bomb. Soy bomb. There's a the- soy bomb reference on... So on Broad City, uh, I don't know whose idea... I can't remember whose idea it was, but there is a soy bomb reference. Really? Uh, uh, and <laughs> I was like, you guys know about soy bomb? Like... I couldn't believe that. We should tell the people. I know they don't know what soy bomb is. Soy bomb, in case you don't know, is um, Bob Dylan was on, I guess, the Grammys or the the American Music Awards playing, I don't know how many years ago, 10, 15 years ago? It was probably maybe 15 years ago. And uh, this guy, Michael Portnoy, somehow snuck in and got, snuck in and posed as a dancer and ended up on stage with soy bomb written across, soy soy bomb, bomb written across his torso. And he danced right next to Bob Dylan. And why was that? Why, what was the point of Soy Bomb? Uh, I don't know. But it was like, I would, how do you, how do you have the, I just couldn't, I, I'm so not a prankster and that's just. Beyond. I don't know if I'd recognize Michael Portnoy if I saw him today. Yeah, he was very, he was very nice. He was an incredibly nice guy. Yeah. He would do inc- like sort of antagonistic, yeah, yeah. very provocative But like one on one he was. Uh, and then one on one he was like the sweetest guy in the world. Right. But I remember being intimidated by him because of his stage persona. It's kind of like me, and I'm gritty on stage. But then you, hey, how are you? People don't use the term alt comedy anymore. That's I hate that term, and I can't believe how many times I've used it. We hated it, and we hated it in those days, right? But that's because it was in those days. There had it was club comedy, and then I guess sketch comedy like SNL style, and then there was sort of nothing else at, the, at that time yeah there, there weren't venues that was a fun man that luna lounge scene was fun god that i look really forward fun. to that fuck yes that was a lot of fun uh, now you know now i make millions and it's just not this fun you look back are you not having as much fun as you used to um i am having fun but it's not the same i don't me I mean, around. there's also what's that without me around all the time i'm enjoying this company i feel we're gonna get some food in a little bit yeah right? okay what is comedy mean? less fun i want to know is comedy less fun for you now um I 
Hmm. I it's just there's it's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's still fun. No, it's still fun. But it's like when you get to the like professional level. Yeah. And you're like, and you're not writing as fast mm-hmm. as your interest level at the same rate as your interest level. I don't know if I phrased that. I didn't phrase that correctly, but I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Basically, at some point, you're like, oh, man, I've been telling this joke a couple uh-huh. of years. And uh, yeah. it's nice to have a good set. But uh, um, Well, then it's more of a – I mean, with that aspect of it, it's more job-like than – right sort of but fun, the, but then when i write something new like oh this is i mean overall it is it's but you have an audience that you're you're yeah, on the I, road i do have fun i do i'm not like over it by yeah, any stretch yeah. um but you know it gets a little you know you just kind of you got to keep it interesting and sometimes it's hard to keep it as interesting but maybe that's just the writing i know just the is. time spent writing oh, new material it's so hard man i know it's it never stops being hard that's that's the bummer it like never stops being hard to write new material like Louis, like he somehow in like past year and a half turned out like an hour and 20 minutes that he like does in arenas in budapest and it's like and i watch people like him and bill burr who are these sort of uh ranter or they go on they just they're more long-winded than i am and i don't mean that as an insult they just say more words verbose i should say sure so you think they're filling time (laughs) no 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 i'm saying like no but they're getting someone like bill burr if you say something happened to him at a fucking drugstore uh-huh. on at eight o'clock in the morning at eight o'clock that night he could tell a 10 minute story about it probably mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah no i get it i get it the storytelling is just it's a different style too see if i start if i wanted to comment off the record i would you know maybe i would make a guess about what it is about bill burr louis that makes them so prolific and but uh, but I but I would feel like a jackass having a, like a sort of grad school opinion about what is it? No, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't have one. Oh, or or if or if I thought about it for a while, I would formulate it and write it. Yeah. Um. And I'd write a little essay about it. <clears throat> but I would fear that if I blabbed away, and I res- those guys are hilarious, and I respect them so much, and I would fear saying something, making some dumb observation. Uh, right. That sounds like a grad school kid guessing about why their comedy is the way it is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, uh, it's just, it's just how it's just a style thing, I guess. You know, like a guy who does one-liners, like I no, don't yeah, do one-liners is, is even in a, like a rougher gig. I think. Look, doing it, to, doing what Leo and I did, we had to write. We couldn't just uh, bullshit, or we couldn't just have a collection of jokes and then go. Well, you know what? I'm going to skip those five jokes. We had to write. We'd had to script stuff out and. Um, and stay to the script. Just that's how we sort of developed our material. So it was very labor intensive. So you, you guys didn't really improv on stage, did you? We would. I mean, we would do. We would structure stuff so that we could bullshit in front of the audience or with the audience. But then we would go into a scripted thing, right? And we would structure it in a way so that maybe we had areas where we could riff. But um, but when we would do, we would do a bit, and we would have to compose like a five minute bit. And it would have to be a self-contained five-minute or whatever thing that we would do, and we'd have to like hone it and you know try to memorize it and get ready to perform it. Um, and with and with, you know with stand-up, I think it's a. I'm not saying stand-up's easy by any measure, but you can you know you can write like X number of jokes and then try the ones out that you want to try out, skip a few if you hate them, yeah. uh, change the order do crowd work, you know, with, with what we did, it was sort of hard to just, we would, 
if we would just you know do start doing crowd work and bail on the bit we were doing we would just bomb for the entire time we were on stage we would have to sort of commit to the bit and sometimes the bit wouldn't be great and then we would yeah. not do well and you'd have to sort of suffer through it there are sometimes like even with comedians or sketches where you just see like the first 30 seconds in like this ain't gonna fly yeah. you're like oh this is a long road they're about to go on I know but is your stuff online like are there Sloven and Ellis we sketches? have such little we have really People, someone was asking me that recently about why don't we put our old because we, we you're moving on. Well, we just weren't performing as much when everybody started to put stuff online. Yeah, and uh, uh, so the video exists, but there's very little online. I think all the people see online is like our Comedy Central presents our half. Oh, hour. Oh, that's right, you did a half hour. Yeah, our half well, hour. People can on. look for that then. I know, but I was never proud of that half hour. No, no, I hated the way it was cut. Uh, I, I didn't like the way. I mean, people liked it, and, uh, you know, it's nice people still comment on it. But I, I, like I never liked the way it was cut. I, I wish we had had control of it. I do feel like, and I'm thinking back about how you said, uh, is it still fun? And I, I feel like the old the olden days, there was more like a comedy industry here. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Like, I know there's plenty of comedy shows, but yeah. I feel like there was always like, oh, you want to do this for Comedy Central? You want to do this for Comedy Central? Now I don't feel uh, like I, I ever see them unless I. Huh? I don't know. I mean, because I'm not, I'm not involved in it in the same way. I mean, I, I think that now, I mean, I think it's just different in so many ways. But I do think that when we were, you know, in the in the '90s and whatever the the, um, uh, there were less of us doing it. I think that now you go to the UCB and there's like thirty thousand people, right. and that's a whole <clears throat> scene in and of itself. And I think, you know, we there was an exciting period for for our gang and but also there is probably the uh looking hindsight kind yeah. of thing. yeah yeah i'm sure it's just that when you're younger and it's all yeah, new it's, and everyone's it's, excited and it's social you're yeah. performing and there's the audience it was a really good. great social scene where yeah, the like, social scene was amazing and there yeah. was in there there was sort of a nice mix of like comedy fans who filled the audience and industry people who sort of made the stakes seem higher maybe i don't know right and it was also like aspen comedy festival yeah that was all social and fun let's talk about that gig that your your mother got me oh yeah <laughs> the american museum of the moving image uh yeah i got you that gig you got me that gig. yeah yeah and no of course some, you did you I made mean, some sweet cash on that oh my god yeah I, they paid well yeah and it was funny because i remember talking to your mom on the phone and it was i'm not going to tell you how much I'm not gonna say how much it was, but she's talking to me, and she's like, and I was nervous because a private party, and like Ang Lee was there. And uh-huh. What's the what's oh. Don King was there. Don and, King yeah, was Tracy there. Tracy Ullman was there, and and uh, yeah, I'm sure. And I actually got Leo on the show. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Leo. Leo just, opened. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I, I talked to your mom, and she's and she's like, it's it was the funniest thing. She's like, hey Tata, uh, yeah. So this show, you know, it pays. Mm. And I was like, okay. And like I had to do a little, oh, yeah, no problem. That's what I was expecting. I would have done it for 5% of that. But uh, <laughs> I didn't tell it was a, And it was also a fundraiser. Right, right, right. But it was also a rich person's fundraiser. Yeah, so it well, wasn't like a... You're a professional. You should make them. I, like yeah, if it was for... You know, I had this exact conversation with Gaffigan not long ago because he did, he did it too one year. Yeah. And he was like psyched. It was well, good, you know, good money at yeah. that time for you guys. But the funny part was like your mom's... She, I said, I think I said, is there any content thing? She's like, no, she was... The only thing I ask is, Todd, please, just not more than like 12 minutes. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess so. <laughs> so it's crazy money and you don't want me to stay up there very long? I can... I'll... I'll uh I'll try to work I'll try to work within those parameters. But one, it was hilarious. One year, one year Joan Rivers did that, 
that I was there for. Yeah. And uh, I remember she had her jokes written out, typed on a, not a three by five card, but a card a little bigger than a three yeah. by five card, but typed. And I remember I took it and I, I don't have it anymore. I remember I was looking for it. And I was like, damn it. Jo- oh, Joan cool Rivers set list. set list typed on a three by five card. Uh, and I lost it. I'm such a fucking oh, idiot. Yeah, I, I'm so upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, I've lost stuff that I don't even, yeah, I don't want to talk about. She was, and she was really funny. It was yeah. great. I remember, well, it was just so different. Um, Did she know. do just 10 minutes also? Yeah, I think that's all that, Wow. I think that's all they really want. Are they want still doing about, that gig? Can I do it? I don't know. I'll, I can find out. My mother's uh, retired from the museum. Okay. She's okay. no longer the director. Okay. But I can find out if they're still doing that. No, you were great. Thank you. They were very happy with you. I remember it was really, but I remember like Don King giving me like a critique, but uh-huh. not in it, like in the very Don King way. Uh-huh. But it was kind of funny because he was like, because he was kind of talking during my set, uh-huh. a little annoying. And I was like, I'm not going to call out Don King. You know, you know, for, <laughs> He's had people killed. Yeah, I know. For, for various reasons. I'm not going to call him Don King. But then afterwards, I, I got a picture, but I mean. But he was like, oh, it was like a smooth seduction. It was like you're like silky and sleek and like – but it was like – Everything, like everything of, Don King, every critique he has is in the terms of it seduction. Sort of, it did sound like a, a – it's sort of uh, – he was listening because uh-huh. clearly he wasn't describing like a loud comic or anything. But who else was it? The guy from Dexter uh, was there. Uh, shit, it was a lot. How would you like to be known as the guy from Dexter? I know. The guy who's – What's his – Michael? is it Michael Hall or something? What is I, have no, I, I have no idea. God, why do I not know I name? never saw Dexter. Neither of Is I. that bad? I don't want to insult anybody at Dexter, but oh, it never occurred to yeah. me to watch Dexter. There's a lot of people. I'm surprised I can remember that Dexter existed. Um, Tracy Ullman kind of made fun of me for being a little dirty, but uh-huh. not, in a, not in a mean way. But yeah, that was a What crazy did Ang Lee say? I don't know if he said anything, but... Uh, did he want you for his next film? I said, Ang, come on. I mean, would you say no to... If Ang Lee said, asked you to be in his movie, would you say no the way you did to Broad City? Oh, man. Um... I'm sorry about the Broad City thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just sorry for I you. I would love it to be on really it. It was really good. I would love to be on it if you guys would. You can offer me the same terrible money you offered me at the first time. <laughs> I think we should remake that episode. Shot for <laughs> who shot. Did, who gave the part? Who'd Will you give Hines. The part? Will Hines? Yeah, he was hilarious. Who's Will Hines now? Improviser, really funny guy. I probably do know him. I remember him. Apologies, Will Hines. He was excellent. Blank. I remember saying, you know, we really dodged a bullet on this one. Because we could have had time. <laughs> I think it was pretty cool of me to not lie and say I was had the flu. I mean, I kind of was like, I, think it's I was compl- tired and I was, and I was a little tired. And it's completely stuff. okay to That's say so, no to a career-changing job. It's so alluring to say no. It makes you business. sexier to right? say Right, don't no. you think? Like, yeah. You just go. That's one thing Don King didn't teach me. But don't they, they, they said that's the most powerful word in, in Hollywood is no. Is that true? That's what I heard someone say, so that must be true because I heard someone say it. Do you, um, is there anything else? I Let's, think it is true. Do you want to get something, you want to go get some food? Yeah, what are we going to eat? I don't know. What do you, there's a, I can tell you, I can name actual places since it's not live, so that no uh-huh. one, I don't, do you want like, there's like a taqueria, you want to go there? Sure. You want to do that? I've never said no. I never say no. I don't want to be powerful when it comes to what we eat. Eric Sloven, thanks for being here. Thanks, I think man. you did a good job. You should start, You should do Marin's show now. Okay, I'm ready for Marin's This is, like, this is the gateway to <laughs> WTF. Anything did else? O- did Obama do this show before Obama, he did Marin's yeah, show? I, I didn't like, I wasn't happy uh-huh. with the episode, so I scrapped when o- it. When Obama was sitting in your apartment, was he looking at your kitty litter as I am right now with, a, I mean, with I, at I, least four clumps of shit? I actually 
this I was actually to, to make it's going to be even worse when you hear this. Like I saw that and said, you can't fucking have him have a view of a litter box that has shit in it, and I didn't clean it. I think I, I, I I've been looking at shit this entire time. I'm totally I'm. I take it as a sign that you're comfortable with me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I won't comment on the cowboy hat because that I don't. That understand. I got in Calgary where they made me like an honorary citizen of Calgary. Where you? I'm uh, far less upset about so the have, shit than I Todd Barry owning a cowboy hat. I apologize. I'll find it. We'll find a good place to eat. Anything? Anything you want to plug? No. Nothing. So Broad City and Broad City, and Crashing, Crashing. Will be on HBO. And... Isn't there a show called Crashing on Netflix? Is there? Yeah, I believe I there is. Not. I think there is. I don't know. Was, is there really? Yeah, I believe there is. But, hey, that's not for me. That's not my business. Well, Thanks, Eric. What were you going to say? Uh, no, nothing. I was going right. to say nothing. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time. Feral Audio. Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS ID 399801.